0: This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, I'm Brandy Bolton. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot express how grateful I am for all of you. The podcast is growing and it's nearly at 5,000 downloads. Thank you for sharing with people who are an energetic match. Thank you for reviews and ratings, and mostly thank you for lending your ear I'm always open to hearing from you guys. Do you have anything in particular you'd like to hear about on this podcast? Or a guest you think would be a great fit? Please feel free to reach out. My email and Instagram are in the show notes. There's also a Facebook group for you guys. Spirit Talk. A Soul Tribe. I'll put that in the show notes too. Whew, it feels like I have been away from the podcast for too long. I have been crazy busy with my out of home job, my quote real job, <laughs> my dedication to my spiritual practice and developing my abilities. I have joined my my son's school parent advisory committee. That's a huge commitment. And yeah, my little guy is starting kindergarten. So Yeah, now that we are back into the swing of things with a regular school year, I am able to find the time and not put this down on the priority list. So you'll be hearing more from me. Today, we have another episode dedicated to... Today, we have another episode dedicated to an element. We've been through air, and today we're going to cover earth. If you haven't already, you can check out the air episode, episode 20, The Spirit of Air. So as I was tuning in and kind of asking myself, what element should come next? My intuition said earth. Okay. I thought, cool. That is the opposite to air. So it's kind of neat. It's working out that way. Cool. Okay. And then that same evening, I was on a sand beach with my sons. Uh, This is a little while back now because yeah, I planned to do earth um, episode and I just, yeah. I got distracted by life or, you know, I had to put it down on that priority list, unfortunately. But anyway, I was on a beach with my sons. It was sunset. It was a really hot day, really hot. And they were both just so happy, as happy as can be. And they're playing. And suddenly they both started doing angels in the sand and just laying every inch of their body on that warm sand. And it hit me. Both of my sons have Earth dominant astrological charts. In fact, both of them have a stellium in their sun sign, which is Earth for both of them. So, a stellium is when you have three or more planets in one sign. So, my oldest is a Taurus sun and has two other planets in Taurus, and my youngest is Capricorn sun and has two other planets in Capricorn. So, they're very very earthy. (laughs) As I watched them on the sand, it was just as if they were merging with the energy of the earth. It became a blend and it was really magical to watch. They were literally in their element. So naturally, I took that as a further sign that the earth was right element to highlight today. (laughs) So I will talk about earth in a few ways today. One of the ways being the earth personality, and I'll talk about the personality type on each one of these elemental episodes. The reason I love to know personality traits of the elements is it's so helpful to know ourselves and the people around us. There are, of course, shadow and light sides to each personality type. Part of the spiritual development path is knowing ourselves as well as possible. That way you can get to know your own strengths and build off of those. Also, it's really neat to see these traits within people who are close to us. It can help us navigate our relationships. It helps us see when someone is in their shadow side or their ego side, however you want to put that, and realize that's about them and their journey and it isn't personal. On the flip side, you can... Hear about the positive aspects of the element here and see your loved one in a whole new way. Get a new perspective on them. Like, wow, I never noticed Johnny is so generous. So that's why I really enjoy learning about the basic characteristics of the elements. And with this knowledge of the elements, you might also find that it pairs with your intuition. And suddenly you get a super accurate psychic hit for someone. Here's an example. I was invited to a full moon party at a friend's house. And this is a fairly new friendship to me. So I didn't know any of the other women who were invited. It was a really powerful and beautiful evening. We did core value exercises, we sat in circle, we shared, we talked about really deep things. Seriously, my kind of event. So as the evening turned to night and a few people left, one of the women asked me to pull her a card since I happened to have a deck in my purse, (laughs) big shock. And I really was able to tune into her energy loud and clear. So I wasn't surprised that of all the women, she was one to ask me for a card because other women had heard that I had a deck in my purse and, you know, she was the one that asked. So throughout the evening, she came across as a great communicator and was very thoughtful. And when I sat in front of her to pull the card, I blurted out, you're a Gemini, aren't you? She was floored saying of all 12 signs, why Gemini? How the heck did you know that? Now I wasn't getting get into a long diatribe with her that night. It wasn't the time or place. So I winked and said, I'm psychic. <laughs> the reason I bring this up is knowing the elements is valuable information and can be a trigger to your intuition. Your psychic skills and your knowledge of the elements can complement each other. So back to earth. In numerology, the earth element corresponds to numbers four, six, and eight. And in astrology, earth is for Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So with regard to personality and someone who embodies the earth element, either because they have a lot of it in their charts or through intention and practice, those people can be characterized by solidity, the sense of traditions, health, a concrete sense, cleanliness, generosity, seriousness, and being very hardworking. The earth is the indispensable base. It is the nutritious support, the symbol of fertility. Now, the negative aspects of the earth personality could be inertia, heaviness, harshness, uh, pessimism, or a narrowed, kind of blinkered vision. They can also be worrisome and pensive. So in that case, there needs to be more of an elemental balance and or some ego work that needs to be done, some self-actualization. And they, that can be the low vibe aspects of earth. And they can call on water, fire, air to lighten up or change up or call in action or emotion. Generally speaking, though, earth people give us nurturing, generous and caregiving vibes. Now spirit brings us messages through our body. Feeling sensations on or in our body is an example of spirit bringing us the energy of earth, communicating through that energy. In contrast to air element, our departed loved ones cannot use the earth element as easily for communication. It takes immense energy for it to occur, and as such, it doesn't happen often. However, spirit, in the more general sense of the word, meaning the universe, God, source, whatever you want to say, encourages us to remember to connect to the earth. Constantly they're doing this. We're always being encouraged to use the earth as a tool. We can release energies into the earth to be transmuted and changed, as well as draw energy from the earth for us to feel supported and ready to take on life's challenges. If you're ever feeling drained or depleted to the point that your brain is not firing as it should, come back to the earth. Ground yourself. If you're so inclined, you can call on your inner child and actually lay on the ground as my sons did. (laughs) or do often. If you're open to the subtleties of the language of the universe, you will feel the magic. And as you're aware of it, the magic unfolds in the most beautiful, profound way, and it becomes stronger and stronger. We are literally part of the earth. Humans are carbon-based life forms. Earth holds our medicine, our healing, During readings that I've done, spirit often encourages the sitter to spend time in nature. I have had uh, departed loved ones, guides, higher self of the sitter show me places that they should visit in nature for healing. Sometimes the sitter doesn't quite understand that this is not some woo-woo idea. It is very real, and spirit shares it with us for a reason. The healing power of Earth goes way beyond what science yet corroborates. However, science will catch up. Speaking of science, let me just digress for a second here, and let's talk mushrooms. A fantastic symbol of the Earth element, actually. Mycelium is everywhere it is the largest organism in the world it very well could be responsible for the expansion of the human brain the development of language and a massive shift in consciousness for human beings and that's based on the terence uh, mckenna's stoned ape theory and if it is true it at least played a role in the expansion of the human mind I'll put a link to that in the show notes, actually, if anybody is interested in Terrence McKenna's theory, check it out. But on the topic of fungi, there is an incredible film on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. In it, there are fascinating people talking about this amazing topic, and it goes so deep. People like Paul Stemitz, who has dedicated his life to the study of mushrooms, mycelium, spores, and all that goes with it. He had a stutter when he spoke when he was a young man it affected him negatively so Paul shares in the in the film a story of taking a heroic dose of magic mushrooms which changed his brain such that his stutter was cured he describes the psychedelic trip in a tree during a storm as he chanted stop stuttering now and he never stuttered again Listen, this is in no way me telling you to eat a bag of mushrooms, but it does speak to the healing power of Earth. And I do believe that Mother Nature makes medicine better than any pharmaceutical company does. Of course, we haven't discovered those all yet, but hopefully we're headed in that direction. I first heard of Paul Stemmett's work in 2017, and I find him incredibly interesting. He's very passionate about his studies, Uh, When I look at him, I see a lot of green in his his aura, which says a lot about him, and I'll talk about auras some other time or have on a guest, but Paul holds five patents based on discoveries using fungi, and in the film, there's a clip of one of Paul's talks to a small theater of people where someone described him as channeling the mycelium. and when that person said that, my body lit up, Paul was channeling and it was absolute magic guys check out this film fantastic fungi if you're interested and all this talk about myocillium has me excited to do an episode on plants to expand on this and get deeper into the magic of plants and that will come Uh, but back to the earth element some people are far more earthy than others again i'll use the example of my son's As I was sitting watching the Fantastic Fungi film, my boys did what they love to do, fight. Not yell and scream and argue, that would be air and fire. No, they physically fight, rolling around on the ground trying to dominate one another, doing their best to use their bodies to defeat the other. Believe me, as a mother, it is hard to watch. As I look on with worry, they reassure me, Mom, it's our bodies. We love this. Word for word, that's what they say. (laughs) Fair enough, I thought to myself wincing as I try to watch the film and not focus on their living room MMA match. (laughs) The reason I bring this up though is my boys doing this is them channeling the earth element, using their physicality, being in their body fully. As I said, they have earth heavy charts and to them, this feels good. It feeds their soul. Now, some people are less earthy, maybe the opposite of my sons, and their personalities don't bring in the earth much, and there can be imbalance in that way as well. So if you are stuck in the clouds, air, if you're extremely emotional, water, if you're all action but no practicality, fire, then you might consider leaning into earth It doesn't have to be wrestling, of course. It could be grounding in other ways. Using crystals. Doing some root chakra meditations. Walking barefoot outdoors. Something I do to ground, which doesn't come super easily for me, is I'll pick up rocks that I find and just draw in the energy and carry them in my pockets. Or get into the garden or tend to my house plants. These are just a few examples of healthy ways to ground. Actually, a few days ago, uh, I did a live on Instagram with two soul sisters of mine. Uh, For those interested, we will be doing more lives together. Uh, So be on the lookout if you're on Instagram. We have high vibe chats. We answer questions. We pull cards for folks. The other two women and I are all intuitives. Anyway, on the live, one of the questions that came through was about Reiki and how one protects their energy before Reiki. Now, these ladies, Sierra and Nasa and myself, all do Reiki. And I will be talking about Reiki more in depth on future episodes. But Nasa and I tend to defer to Sierra for Reiki questions as she is a master teacher and she has been offering Reiki and has regular clients for the last few years. Her answer to this question about how to protect your energy before Reiki was so cool. She said that before she does Reiki, she lifts up the earth. She lifts it up and cloaks it over her. And she was doing this with her hands and I'm doing it now, pulling up the earth and putting it over. And she does this both with her mind and with her physical hands, lifting up the earth draping it over i really love that and i got this vision of the earth as a cape an earth cape (laughs) ain't nothing getting in there with that bad boy around you right And here's where I'm going to get quite metaphysical because my friend talking about how she uses the earth element reminded me of something I used to do a lot when I was a kid. And I love that I remembered this because I'm going to incorporate this into my life more now and have been ever since this trigger came to my brain about this. It's using earth as an anchor for the good stuff that happens. So for me, I would do it when I don't want to lose this. So every moment is fleeting, right? And I would describe it in a different way when I was a kid. I would say, I am cementing this in my memory. I'm cementing this in my memory. I'm I'm grabbing onto it. I'm taking a snapshot so that this doesn't leave me. And that's accurate, but I see it differently now where yes, I was cementing it. See, my, my choice of words as a kid was correct. Cement being earth element. <laughs> so what I mean is, If you're feeling a high vibe or feeling a thing that you don't want to see go, because we know it will go, right? You can anchor it into the earth. You can take a, a second to have your spirit capture that and anchor it into the earth. And you will kind of infuse that into your energy body. And you will be able to recall on it in your memory, or at least I can because you've recognized the moment, you've recognized that you would like to hang on to this and you pull it all into you and you send a cord into the earth. You can even picture a literal iron anchor and you hang on to it. And of course you don't stay there in the moment, everything moves on. But energetically speaking, you're pulling that into your energy field to grab onto it. And of course, we don't want to do this with the opposite feeling of the bad stuff. We do want that to let it pass through our energy field, right? But if there is this amazing thing, you can keep it. You can hang on to it a little bit. So when the beautiful moments in your life are unfolding, root yourself, root yourself to the earth and capture that feeling, Those are the feelings that you do want to hang on to. And then you can call that up again. You can bring that up again in your energy field at a later date and actually know what it feels like from your past experience to feel bliss and to feel that high vibration. And that's actually... Uh, One of the keys to manifesting your best life is feeling the feelings that you think you would feel when you get the thing. So if you think that getting this new car or new house or new relationship would make you feel great, then you need to bring in those feelings and feel them first. So using the earth element can be an incredible tool for that. I hope I explained that okay and I don't just sound like a wackadoo, but uh, let me know and I can expand on that in the future and talk more about manifestation, of course, as well. But that is it for the earth element episode, folks. Thank you so much for joining me and until we meet again, friends.